Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode number 14 of the Crea Pact podcast, a podcast where I combine creativity and impact in hopes to give more than I can get. And today we are not doing any background music because I'm, I, I don't know if I, I, I don't have as much energy today, so I don't want like background music to um, kind of just like cover up the void when I'm not speaking as clearly and as loudly. But yeah, I'm still here. 365 days straight. For those of you who are new, I'm trying to do something pretty cool. Record a podcast and upload something and talk about something that's of value to someone and something that's important to me. I'm trying to do this for 365 days straight. And funny story, I... I mentioned this in uh, probably a podcast like six or seven episodes ago, but uh, my family and I, we live in like a, a decent sized townhome. It's like a two bedroom, one and a half bath. And this is the house that I grew up. Absolutely love this house. It it has every single good and bad memory that I have here. It's a very, very big part of my childhood because this is the house I genuinely grew up in. It's all the memories that I have is of this house. But today I did something pretty funny. So I usually record in like the back corner of our dining room or sitting on the dining table and recording, but I'm recording again a little bit earlier. It's funny how I I tell you guys what time I'm recording these. (laughs) I'm recording this at 6.45 p.m. And my mom came in and wanted to like start doing the dishes. And I was like, yo, you know, mom, sometimes I just wish I had a room where I could just record on my own and not have any distractions. And I kind of like semi, I don't know if you call that a semi snap, but I, I just be, I, I was a little bit emotional. This literally happened like 10 minutes ago. So, and she was like, oh no, it's okay. Like I'll, I'll do the dishes and stuff later. I'm like, no mom, it's okay. Like go ahead and take care of that. I'll, I'll figure it out later. So she went upstairs to like go change her clothes and come back and do dishes. And she still hasn't come back down, but I was like, man, forget this. I'm just going to go into our like back closet area and record this podcast because I just need a room where I can literally just sit down, not be bothered and focus for a little bit. So guys, I'm in our laundry room slash closet room slash like temple slash Monday area. Um, Yeah, for those of you who obviously aren't of the brown culture, we have a temple room. Yeah, uh, we call it a Monday. It's like where we do our prayers and stuff like that. So I'm sitting in this room. It's like a five by five. No, six, six by four room, maybe. I got a blanket, got my water, got my iPad for my notes. <clears throat> I got my burp and I have my phone and my mic to record. And that marks 14 days straight of a burp on this podcast, which is, I cannot fathom how this is happening to this day. And I I promise you guys, I don't script this. I don't have like pre-recorded burps. They genuinely happen in the moment. And I don't know how this happens, but let's get into today's topic. Title says, what's your biggest fear? Now you guys may be think, or you guys may think that I'm going to be talking about, um, some of the normal fears that a lot of you may go through. That is not true because I try to always throw in a little twist. So 
everyone has fears. Everyone has their biggest fears that they're scared of. And I consider those like normal fears, like pretty, pretty simple, right? Here are like the 10 most common human fears that are like a majority of the world probably are scared of these. And these are like the top 10 things, right? Number one, you have social phobia and social anxiety. That's a fear. Number two, fear of heights. Number three, fear of closed spaces. Number four, fear of flying. Number five, snakes, bugs, insects, all that type of shit. Number six, you're scared of the dark. Number seven, you're scared of having um, internal, external, um, life-threatening diseases. Number eight, or excuse me, number seven, your fear of blood. Um, I'm sorry, that was eight. Uh, fear of blood. Number nine, fear of violent uh, weather. And number 10, fear of death. Now, those see all seem to be very reasonable fears that most human beings would say when asked the question, hey, what's your biggest fear? Now, I'm not saying that's not what everyone says, but I feel like that's what a majority would say along those lines. Here are mine, two big fears. Number one, losing my loved ones, right? Like my family, close friends, and losing my girlfriend. She is my best friend, so losing her, that would be horrible. And number two, being on an airplane, flying overseas, and crashing in the ocean and dying. That is my second biggest fear. So those are my two biggest, I call them, again, normal fears. But that is not what we're, what we're going to be talking about today. And I want to start this off with how we are when we're younger. When we are like two, three, four, five, six, seven years old, like those ages between like three to like 10 almost, those ages are so critical because between those ages, you're developing your subconscious, unconscious mind. To be exact, the numbers are from the ages of zero to two, you develop your unconscious mind. And then from the ages of two to six, you develop your subconscious mind. And from six, to where you are now it's all conscious like you're you're developing your conscious mind so everything that i'm talking about right now i'm talking from my conscious state of remembrance and everything that i know but what about those previous six years of your life during those six years of your life that is when you had the most questions the most curiosity the most creativity and all you were doing was trying to find out new things about this world and figure figure your way figure your way around the world and what it is you're just trying to get a grasp on what this reality is and the older we get we get buried into like a little bit of a bubble we start going to school we you know we have jobs we get conditioned to having like a set schedule a routine and our for a majority of people, our, I guess, like spectrum of creativity and the amount of things that we can delve into and do on a day and day out basis, it kind of slowly starts to decrease because you, you have a you have a routine. You know what you're going to do every day. You got to go get it done. You come home and you repeat. And that kills your creativity. It kills your ability to grow and develop new thoughts, develop new ideas. And the reason I say all these things is because we, when we're younger, we have an idea of what we want our life to look like in the future, and we label that as like our potential. So, fun story that I have, when I was younger, I loved garbage trucks. 
<laughs> I talk about this on my uh, one of my posts that I wrote about in my newsletter. Um, I send out, I send out two emails a week. If you guys want to check it out, it's createwithneilpatel.com. Uh, it's free. But I talk about my love for garbage trucks, and this started very young when I was like four or five, four or five years old, I think. And this went on all the way until like sixth, fifth or sixth grade. No bullshit. This happened for that long. My dad would always tell me stories about how I would wake up early in the morning at like 6.30 a.m., go in front of a window every week, every Thursday morning, and just watch the garbage trucks pick up pick up all the trash, and then they'd like dump it into the back of their truck and then just like drive off. And there, I remember there were four rounds that would happen for like one side of the street where they take the regular trash, the other side of the street where they take regular trash, and then like an hour goes by and they come back on the other side of the street, they take the recycle. They go back on the other side of the street. They take the recycle. And I would not move for like two, two and a half hours. I would just be waiting and looking and watching. My dad would always tell me stories about how I would say I wanted to be a garbage man. (laughs) My dad would literally tell me stories about how I wanted to be a garbage man. And as weird as that sounds, I had that idea that I wanted to be a garbage man. (laughs) Did that come true? Absolutely not. Will it ever? Absolutely not. Hey, no respect to garbage truck drivers though. They honestly, they make good money and they put in a lot of hard work and labor. So yeah, not becoming a garbage man driver. But I did do a lot of watching for them. I had like little trucks that I would I had like little garbage trucks. I would take papers and I would like crumple them up into little balls and put them in little cups, act like a garbage truck was coming. I'd throw the little cup of balls into the trash can or into the garbage truck and then just drive off, act like I was doing it as a job. So at that age, that's what I viewed as my potential. When I grow up, I wanted to do this specific job. And even when I got to junior high, when I got to high school, I envisioned myself being like a scientist or a coder. And now I envision myself in like 10, 15 years, like running, running a cool business, hopefully that I can help people and grow with all those things. So this idea of having a vision for your potential. Now, here's my question. What if the real fear that holds us back from living our best lives is not any of those normal fears, but It is the fear of not reaching our full potential. And this fear of not reaching your full potential has two sides to it, which I think are very, very interesting. It has the very linear, um, linear side where it's like, okay, I'm going to work, 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 work until I reach my full potential, which is a very uh, face value way of looking at something. Now, there's a deeper way to look at it. This is how I look at it. I will never reach my full potential. And to, like from to this moment to when I die, I will never reach my full potential. But what you're chasing is a vision of yourself in 10 years. So what I'm doing every single day right now, right? I have this idea of man, I could be doing so much more and accomplishing so much more. And 10 years from now, when I get to that level, of fulfilling that vision that I had for my potential, I'll have 
an even more intense version version of my own potential 10 years from there on. So from today, it'd be 20 years. And that just keeps on going. And it doesn't always have to be in 10-year increments. It could be five, it could be seven, it could be one year, six months, whatever you want to call it. But that is my biggest fear, is not reaching my full potential. Another burp. That is the way I think about it. It's a, my best friend likes to say, it's a double-edged sword. He uses that saying all the time. The way you can see it as, as something that you can accomplish, like have it having an end point. As like, when I am doing this, I have reached my full potential. Or you can see it as, okay, I've reached this goal and I have 10 times the amount of work I still have left to do that I, that I envisioned myself 10 years from now doing and being better at and growing from. And this idea of your potential and not reaching it, I ponder on all the time because the day-to-day decisions that you make are a reflection of whether or not you're going to reach that full potential. So today, I'll, I'll give perfect examples. I had a bad day today. The reason I had a bad day is because I ate like shit. I ate horribly, right? I had like a slice of pizza. I had a donut, um, which I was not supposed to eat, right? And I've been beating myself up over it. Even right now, I'm still beating myself up over it. And those little decisions is holding me back from losing weight or having better body or feeling better, having more energy. Like I started this podcast saying that I'm not, or what did I say? I didn't have much energy. Well, dude, maybe if I fucking ate a salad, I would have felt better. Right. But I didn't do that. So like, imagine the experiences that we could have the person we could become or I could become if we weren't afraid of like taking these little like sacrifices and stepping outside our comfort zone, because there is a cost to not facing this fear of um, like fulfilling your full potential, like reaching your full potential. It starts with being cognizant and being aware of everything that you do on a day in and day out basis. No one else is more self-aware than you. Whatever your whatever decisions that you're making, you know the decisions you're making. And we continue to just like feed into those decisions. Even though we know they're bad for us, we still keep making those decisions. The goal over life or like or if you want to narrow it down to a certain period of time, is to reduce those. The The people who are most successful are not those that are doing a million things. It's those that have like figured out how to do 10 things the best way. And they minimize. How did, how, how did it go? I forgot. There was a saying. Um, I heard this. Hold on. I have to think. This guy said... You don't, it's by taking away, it's, or it's like you have to stop doing the certain things that you're doing, not add one more thing. So in your day, if you want to do better at X thing, if you're spending an hour on your phone, you have to remove that and fill it with doing something better. So whatever your current life is, remove the things that just aren't serving you and replace them with things that will serve you. and. That will lead you to filling your potential. 
as you can tell, guys, this podcast is absolutely horrible. I honestly don't don't know if I'm saying anything that's making sense. But I have three again tidbits, tid, tidbits and nuggets that I I try to implement in how I try to face my fears. The first one I just talked about. I try to stay very very aware of my decision making, and like I talked about, I don't I don't even know which podcast it is now, but if it's the last one or a couple podcasts ago, but when you're aware of your decision making and what you're doing on a day on day in and day out basis, just try to be the be- just try to be better the next day. Don't make those same mistakes again. Um, and when I don't make those mistakes, and I have like five, six, seven days where. I'm consistent with my decision making and it's leading me to better results. It makes me feel better. It makes me feel like I'm getting somewhere. Number two, identify your values and your goals. This seems very, again, a face value statement. Like, oh, it's easy to say, but a little bit harder to do. Well, hey, never said that this was going to be easy, so. It's important to question your values and your goals. It's important to question your thinking and where, when what you're really doing. So I, I try to do that every single day. Whatever, whatever, whatever decisions, again, that I'm making, whatever that I'm doing, whatever I value, whether it's um, a couple of my values are I want to make sure I'm making the right decisions. I, make, I want to make sure that I'm on the right path. I want to make sure that whatever I'm doing, I'm progressing and I'm growing. Um, I try to catch my own bullshit when I'm bullshitting. Like, not going to lie, part of this podcast, I feel like I am bullshitting. I don't even know if I'm going to upload this. I probably will just for the transparency of, you know, what this looks like right now because it's probably shit. So just having a foundation and growing from it and identifying, again, what you care about will give you a little bit of clarity on how to get to your potential and where you see yourself six months, 12 months, 18 months down the line. And the last one, <laughs> very, very, very easy. You got to take some sort of action, man. It's, I, I don't know how much more I can say this, but if you don't take action, then you're just going to stay where you are. And if you're cool with staying where you are, then excellent, man. If you're, if, if you're incredibly content with who you are as a person and where you're at, that's great. But the reason I'm here and I'm talking about this is because I'm not. And I guess it comes from a little bit of a place of insecurity of knowing that I could be so much better. I could be doing so much more and I could be helping so many more people. I guess that's that's where me even doing this podcast and talking about all these things is where is where it comes from. So I try to take a little bit of good action every single day, whether it's minding my words, how I talk to people, how I treat others, how I treat my parents. That's a very important one. Like, for example, when I started the podcast, I probably didn't have to say that to my mom. So after this podcast, I'll probably go over there, give her a hug, help her with whatever she needs. And you guys have my word on that. But yeah, those are those are my three little nuggets identify your values and goals be cognizant and aware of your decision making and what you're doing 
And lastly, take some sort of action, man. Because the sooner you take the first step, you'll see the next one. <laughs> but if you're just like at the ground level of things, nothing's really going to go anywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, that is my 20-minute rant on something that probably didn't even make sense. Um, I hope it did. I hope it gave a little bit of value. And a lot of these things I said will be things that are very, very redundant because I hope the more people that listen to my podcast get these things ingrained in their brains because if you don't, hold on, I'm not saying that there is some truth to what I'm saying, but at the end of the day, you guys make your your own decisions, but these are facts, absolute facts. But hey, if you disagree, we disagree. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in to episode number 14 of What's Your Biggest Fear? Is your biggest fear really what your biggest fear is? Because I guarantee you there's a bigger fear in that heart of yours. I did not forget the gentleman's agreement. For those of you who are new, the gentleman's agreement is the following. I give you guys great content. Let me rephrase. I give you guys content every single day because, again, my first 100 podcasts, they may be shitty. I give you guys content every single day. I give you guys a podcast every single day. Whether you like it or not, there will be one at 8 a.m. every single day. And you can hold me to it for 365 days straight talking about something that I care about. Whether it makes sense or not. I will do that every single day. That is my end of the agreement. Here's your end of the agreement. You have to follow this podcast. You have to download it. you got to do one or the other. Follow it or download a podcast. Number two, you have to give it a five-star rating. Please give it a five-star rating unless you want to break my heart. If you want to break my heart, that's cool. Um, I've never had my heart broken. So if you do want to break my heart by giving me four stars, please go ahead. Um, but I probably won't invite you if you know I want to take someone to go get Taco Bell with me. I probably won't be you if you give me four stars, but that's cool. Um, lastly, share this podcast with your local barber again. Share with the local barber again because I think they'll enjoy listening to this when they're giving someone a fresh cut. Share it to them. Share this podcast with the person you go to when Chegg isn't working for your homework so you have to go to that one friend that's a genius and knows everything because Chegg isn't working go to that person and share my podcast with them and most importantly share this podcast with your teacher in high school that always gave you B's for no reason, even though you knew you did A, A, like you knew you did grade A work, but she would still give you a B. Share this podcast with that teacher. If it's guy or girl, doesn't matter. Just a teacher that just gives you B's when you know you did grade A work. Guys, just share this podcast with anyone. Share this podcast with anyone that you feel like can get any sort of value from it, may get some sort of, um, ideations on their life and where they're going and what they're doing or if they can relate to what their biggest fear is because it may just be this the idea of not reaching your full potential
peeps. Thank you so much, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Later.